a world full of mundane podcasts. One show rises from the ashes. Critics are calling it outrageous. Podcasts as we know it will never be the same again. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Welcome to the show tonight. Prepare for an epic journey where every step could be your last. The destination, a place where no maps can show. The mission, to rise above the rest. The danger, unimaginable. The reward, a shit ton of weed and laughs. It's going to blow your mind. This is Two Feet Bloods. So sit back, turn up the volume, grab your weed, get ready to light those bloods. Guys, I cannot wait to get into this. It is popping. I see the chat. Mother Token Tara's here. Cut Buds here. Court is here. Dusty's here. Guess Jess. Donna Taylor. Wow, TikTok's popping. And of course, I see you guys on the YouTube. I see you on the Twitch. Requiem Knox, I see you. If you guys want to get the full experience. As in, see my guests and everything else going on here. Make sure you check out the Twitter. Make sure, Twitter, make sure you check out the Twitch. Make sure you check out the YouTube. Because tonight, I have a very special guest. She's bringing her brand of comedy all the way from the Las Vegas Strip right here to the highest podcast on earth. It is Jocelyn Sharp. She will be joining us live. So, TikTok. If you want to get a load of this, you got to go over to YouTube. You got to go over to Twitch. Otherwise, all you're going to see is this pretty mug. And make sure you send out a share to every friend you have. I let them know this is the place to be tonight. Dr. Dipples asking, are we playing? Are we playing Craigslist prices right? No. No, we are not playing Craigslist prices right tonight. Next week, though, we will be debuting a brand new game with huge prizes, huge implications. It's going down. It's called the five second rule, and you're going to witness it live. So, 
Don't go anywhere. We're going to be talking more about that tonight. I got some hot tea to spill later. I know y'all love when I say that. I'm spilling tea, goddammit. And, and a brand new song debuting right here tonight. It's 2B Blood. That's right. What is up, y'all? I am here live. I see you, Facebook user. Facebook user says, what up, PZ? Listen, Facebook user, you have to go to StreamYard.com slash Facebook in order for me to see your name and give you know StreamYard a permission to display your name on here. Otherwise, I have no clue who the fuck you are right now. <laughs> Donna Taylor, what up? Mother Toka Terry. I love seeing everybody in the chat, yo. Loud Pack representing as always. As always, let me tell y'all, yo. Let me tell y'all, it's fucking hot today. It's fucking hot. Hot, hot, hot. It's probably... <laughs> It's probably like 110 degrees outside. Outside. What up, Brian Francis? I see you, bro. 110 degrees. I'm sitting down here in this dark-ass studio thinking that'd be cool. No, no, no. I'm not just sitting down here with stale-ass air blowing around. No, no, no. No, no. I got the box fan blowing as low as possible because I don't want the mic to pick it up. I have... The portable, well, excuse the fuck out of me, the portable AC unit. Yo, let me tell you, yo, my wife got me this thing the other day. It is a portable air conditioner. It's like a little, it's like the size of a lunchbox, yo. You put like a little filter in there that you can freeze in the freezer. You put a little water in, it fucking lights up, yo. It's got a little LED on that shit. And it spits out cool air. And I have that shit on low blow and it's close to me as possible. So I don't sit here and look like I'm fucking melting on camera in front of all of you. Because that's exactly what's going to happen. My ads don't do humidity. All right. I don't know if I mentioned this in the 90. I think this is episode 99, which means next week is episode 100. Holy shit. Is that right? Is that right? Is that right? I got to check on this right now. Hold on a second. It's next week, episode 100 of 2B Blunt. It might be a fucking celebration next week, yo. Legit. Legit. To be blunt with Peasy. Here's my shows. I'm loading up. I'm loading up. Where's my goddamn Wi-Fi? That, that, would, that might help a little bit. And then, yeah. Episode, yeah, 98 was pot smoking moms. So 99 is smoke. Yeah, yeah. 99 is right here. This is episode 99, yo. I'm fucking pumped. They just put me on another level, yo. Holy shit, 100 episodes next week we've done. The cast and crew has changed, has changed up until now. We started as two, me and Frank Knox. We ended up as three, me, Frank Knox, and the Scott. And then it went back down to two, me and the Scott. And now, now I'm a solo act again. I'm like, like Beyonce. You know, shout outs to the Scott, yo. Wish you the best in your future endeavors. <laughs> so, but next week, episode 100. Last, that's right, the last man standing match. <laughs> yo, I like how Nexus is thinking. Yo, Nexus is in the Twitch chat right now. He said it's Donnie time. Donnie time. 
So I have a blunt rolled, not rolled, but I got a blunt that was given to me by my good friend, Codbud, that Gary Payton last week that you guys, we were between that and the TKO blunt, and you guys had me smoke that harsh-ass TKO blunt, and I was coughing my goddamn brains out. I do not want to do that in front of my guests tonight. I don't want to do that in front of my guests. So... So what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna start first. We're gonna switch it up. I'm gonna start with a fat dab. This might be this might be a good thing or a bad thing. Good thing or a bad thing. I'm not sure, but I'm gonna save the blunt for when I talk to my guests. So this is what we're gonna do. I got my Doctor Dabber Boost Evo six heat settings. This is the best E-ring I've ever used in my entire life. Yo, fuck the Popco Peak. Fuck the Focus V Carta. It's all about Dr. Dabber. Dr. Dabber, link in my bio. Check out officialpz.com and click the link to get your 15% off towards maybe your next Boost Evo. So let's pop this thing out. I got a large selection of dabs. I'm just going to reach over and pick one. That's right, the Dr. Dabber. Skittles crossed with OG Kush is what we're going to do. I love my Dr. Dabrio. One, two, three, four, five. Yes. Am I going to do a 1G derp for the episode next week? Okay. First off, if I ever do a 1G derp, I'll probably die. I'll probably die. There's there's no way. At the very least, it's a, it's, it's a guaranteed it's a guaranteed anxiety attack. 100%. So, let me just pick off a nice little piece here. Get this thing going. Pop, pop. Right in. And I love I love this thing. It's so easy to use. If you've never used a Boost Evo, let me tell you, this thing has a little button on the back right here. For y'all that don't know, all right? <laughs> It's got this thing that pretty much acts like when you clear the slide out of bong. All right. So if you've never used them before, you hit a bong and you pull the slide out, it's like a rush. That's what this motherfucker does. You'll be able to hear it on the mic. Watch this. are open so much for not choking oh whatever tara phone lines open 860-384-7110 that's 860-384-7110 and let me know what you're smoking on fuck it call up and let me know what you're smoking on i'm gonna there's still a little more in here let's do one more let's heat this thing out one more time a new game idea. Well, oh, will he puke? He's gonna puke. That's right. Like a power hitter. Yes, it is like a power hitter, Sean. It's exactly right. Let's do it again.
put that thing away. Holy shit. You're right. So much for not choking. Put them in the chat. What are you guys smoking up tonight? Pack up a long end so much. Not, not me pulling over to hit my doctor dabber while on the road. Yo, this reminds me. I got a story to tell you guys. I got a story to tell you. All right. Let me tell you something. Speaking of, of taking a dab while you're driving. All right. So <laughs> earlier, earlier this week, just the other day, actually, I'm sitting in the parking lot. Right. I'm on break. I'm getting high as balls. Right. I'm sitting there. I'm smoking. I'm smoking. I'm chilling. It's bong. Not bong, but it's bowl after bowl after bowl after bowl. I'm just Donnie Burger. Not to mention Nexus. You'd appreciate this Nexus. Donnie Burger of all strains. I'm just sitting there getting lit. I'm smoking. I'm smoking. And all of a sudden, yo, all of a sudden, no fucking lie. I see a light come out of my dashboard. Now, I already have lights on there. Trust me. I, I drive a hoopty. I'm not even trying to front with y'all. Yeah, I'm not flashy. But this is a new light, a new light I've never seen before. So it's got this little PT something or PS. I was like, all right, it's got to be power steering, right? Power steering. But I'm like, how can that be? So I pop my trunk open. I'm looking at this some bitch. I don't even see a thing for fluid. So I'm like, what? The, well, I'm looking around. Like, this, 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 is this it? Nope, that's definitely not it. Is this? Nope, nope. And not to mention, I'm definitely. Definitely not handyman. All right. So if you know me off the rip, I am not a handyman. My wife will tell you right off the rip. I do not. Like, I'm, that's not me, yo. Not me. I drive a Pinto. Uh, I drive, it's a fucking 2007 or 6 Toyota RAV4, yo. And that's it. So I see the power steering light come on. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, wow, man. Because I, I, I've, I've been driving before when your power steering goes out. That shit sucks. Right. That shit sucks. Like, if you've never had that happen before, that shit sucks. It's all of a sudden you're sitting there and you, it's like you're, play, you're playing the most intense game of tug of war with your steering wheel. I'm like trying to pull it because you know, I had to test it out. So I pull in my parking spot and I do like a loop around the parking lot and I'm like struggles. So now, of course, if anyone knows me, I got like the worst fucking anxiety. So now the whole entire, the entire rest of the day I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, shit. What's going to happen? How am I getting home? What am I going to do? I text my wife. I'm like, yo, my power steering's out. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Blah, 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 blah. I got the guy at work that looks at it. It's apparently he knows shit about cars. He knows shit about cars. So he looks at my engine. He's like, I'm going to check your fluid for you. I'm like, I tried to do that. And he's looking around and he's like, well, you don't have any fluid. I'm like, what the fuck you mean? I got no fluid. He's like, oh, this is electronic. I'm like, electronic, yo. What the fuck you mean? It's electronic, yo. So. I'm like, all right, fine, fine. They tell me to go. I go to the, uh, I go to the auto store because no, no, wait, let me, let me rewind right before that. I go to leave. I go to leave, yo. I go to leave work, go to head to the auto store and the fucking dashboard light comes back on or it comes off. Like it turns off as soon as I turn the car on, no dash light cars driving perfectly fine. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So I drive down. The guy, the guy at work telling me, oh, maybe it's your battery. Sometimes if your battery's dying or it's not keeping a charge, your power steering because it's electronic, we'll start to shit out. Okay, that makes that, that, you know what? I can fucking understand that. That makes perfect sense. I'm going to roll with this, all right? So I roll on down. I go to the fucking O'Reilly's, right? O'Reilly's Auto Parts. Now, mind you, in Middletown, the most asinine setup you've ever seen in your fucking life, right? There's like a, there's like a, 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 a point, like a point one two mile radius it's like a, like a radius yo and it's just like 
AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, O'Reilly's, Firestone, Town Fair Tire, like all in one area. It's just a bunch of fucking auto shops. So, of course, I see O'Reilly's, I pull the fuck in. Right on the front, right on the fucking front. And it says, we do battery testing. We do bulb install. And I'm like, yes. I'm like, fuck yeah, yo. My fucking back passenger light's been out. My blinker's been out for a minute. Motherfuckers be hating me on the road every time I try to take a right. They don't know where the fuck I'm going. <laughs> like they, they don't know where the fuck I'm going. So I pull on in. I'm like, I'm going to get double this. I'm going to get my battery tested. I'm going to get my fucking light blinker put back in. I'm going to fucking strut the fuck out of here. Pivot on my way home. Bumping some peasy, whatever the fuck it might be. Yo, I walk in O'Reilly's, right? And there's this girl on the phone. She's talking to her friend or some shit. They're gossiping, not even working. I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. So finally, she's like, hold on a second. I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm waiting for her to finish her personal fucking conversation at O'Reilly's while you're on the clock. There's no one else I can see there. Just, 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 just this girl. I'm like, all right, fine. So I wait a few minutes. I'm just pretending I'm browsing, you know, looking at fucking stupid ass tribal design steering wheel covers or some shit some fucking 18 year old will put on their car. And finally, she's like, okay, how can I help you, sir? I'm like, all right. I need, I need two things. I need my battery checked because I had I got this problem going on. I explained to her what was happening. And I need y'all to install a, a rear blinker from my pet, my rear passenger side. My blinker's gone. So, first thing she's like looking at me. And she looks around. She's looking around at, at, at fucking nothing, right? There's nobody there. She's looking around. She's like, well, she's like, well, well I could tell you right now that the, uh, the, the, the machine, the battery tester is broken. I'm like, the battery tester is broken. All right. I'm like, I'm like, this is some McDonald's shit. Like they do when you want to, like when you really, 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 really want like a fucking snack from McDonald's, some ice cream or some shit. And, and they come at you like with, you know, the machine's broken line. That's what I felt like this bitch was pulling on me. I was pissed off. Y'all was fired up, fired up. This lady, she blatantly ignored me, not to mention for 15 minutes already. So I was already pissed off. Right. So then, then I'm like, all right. So can you have somebody to install this light for me, please? Please, I just like, let me at least get back on the road and be able to take a safe right-hand turn. You know what I mean? So she's looking around. She's like, well, I, I don't know how to do that. I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? This is unbelievable. Unbelievable. So I, I was like, you know what? For fucking get it. I get back in my car. I fucking drive across the parking lot, cross over a street into the next parking lot. And here I pull up the fucking advanced auto parts, another shining establishment here in Middletown. Right? So I walk up in that bitch and this girl's working the front desk. And I'm like, listen, I need two things. I need my battery checked and I need my fucking light bulb fixed. Right? Because I can't take right turns legally. So she's looking around. I'm like, well, what are you looking for? She's like, I don't know where the test kit is. I'm like, are you fucking kidding? I'm like, all right, all right. Like, is there at least, is there at least, is there at least someone who could change my bulb? Oh, no, sir. No, we only do front headlights. We don't do back headlights. <laughs> I'm like, uh, <laughs> excuse me, yo? Like, is, is this for fucking real right now? <laughs> Is this for fucking real, yo? So now I got to go to the next shop, yo, AutoZone. AutoZone, which, by the way, rude-ass employee, but they checked my fucking battery, at least. Battery's fucking fine. 
Batteries fucking fine. Nothing wrong with the battery, of course. They said the battery's in tip-top shape. I'm like, well, my, my fucking power steering just went randomly in the middle of the day. So what are you fucking telling me? Tells me to go to the fucking dealership. What do you want to install the bulbs? So now he sold me the bulbs. I got the bulbs in my car, sitting in my passenger seat for the past three fucking days. Did I get anything done? No. You think I even attempted it? No. No, yo. I got nothing. I got nothing. Like, if there is one way to explain how my life is, that's usually how it goes. That's just literally the story of my life. It's one chapter or another, yo. Like, I couldn't believe it. Literally couldn't believe it, y'all. That, and that's my rant for this week, yo. It's 2B Blood Live Thursday, 8 12. It is 7 27 p.m. coming up soon. Comedian Jocelyn Sharp is going to join. I cannot wait to roll. I should, should say it's already rolled. The light is blown up and, and, and laugh my ass off with her because she is the funniest, yo. The funniest. So don't go nowhere. Unscrew the plastic light and twist not bro. I don't even I don't even know how to get to the light. All right, I got a fucking SUV. I got no fucking yo, no clue. No fucking clue. I'm not even trying to front like I know what I'm talking about because I don't. All right. I used to be able to change my own oil, and that was fucking impressive to me. So on that note. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, comedian Jocelyn Sharp will be live right here. Don't go anywhere. It's the highest podcast around to be blunt. Oh. Can if the beat live, you know Lil' yeah. Ju made it Hands on my weed, rollin' blunt to the loud shit Post me a pic on the gram for the cloud shit Will that hit, then my lungs get toxic Why the fuck you in the stash with rookies cough? I've been hot since birth, boss shit Dab jars loaded with the diamonds and soft shit When it come to rollin' up, bitch, I'm a top shit Other soldiers hatin' on me, let's pop shit Hoes, man, I'm eatin' me a steak Shit, I guess I can relate you and talk about you thinkin' we're the same And since these hoes all broke, when they come around me All I see is a whole lot of Reggie Walk around the house real lit And I stop at every beer just to stare at my own red eyes I don't give a fuck who talk about my back Cause I'm chasing this money while you chasing these highs Hands on my weed, roll a blunt to the loud shit Hands on my weed, roll a blunt to the loud shit Hands on my weed, roll a blunt to the loud shit Hands on my weed, hands on my weed Hands on my weed, roll a blunt to the loud shit Hands on my weed, roll a blunt to the loud shit Hands on my weed, roll a blunt to the loud shit Hands on my weed, hands on my weed Non-stop It's TV Blunt with PZ To be blood podcast. Welcome back. I hope you guys got your blunts ready. Cause it's about to go down. Allow me to introduce the co-host. Of the Metal Sucks Podcast, the co-host of the Rise to Offend Podcast, the 2018 semifinalist in the stand-up NBC comedian search, 
You can find her doing shows everywhere from the Las Vegas Strip up to Colorado. She is known on TikTok as the Wizard of Jaws. But this is one of the funniest comedians I've ever had the opportunity to check out in my life. It is Jocelyn Sharp. Welcome to the show. Yay, what's up? I'm here. Hello. Thanks for Hello. How's it going? It's going great. Uh, I love talking and weed. So this is my two favorite things. Mixed oh, together. I mean, then we're right in the right place then talking <laughs> to weed. I don't even want to waste any more time then because Lord knows I got this blunt ready. I've been saving literally just for this. Just for this. And it's it's called Gary Payton. I have no freaking clue. Like I love what's Gary in Payton. Here. You wait, like you like like the the strain? Yes, it's such a good strain. It's like a super chill, usually an indica leaning hybrid. Of course, if I can even get this damn thing open, yo, watch me make an ass of myself. It's got some weird plastic wrap on it. This is I not Gary Payton. That's my husband's favorite strain, actually. See, now I'm sitting here thinking that it's just like the like the brand, you know, like it has nothing to do with the actual strain because it's got like this holographic font on here. You have you have no clue what this thing says. There's no way you can read anything on here other than the fact that it says Gary Payton and it's got a picture of literally Gary Payton on here. Yeah. Um, is that from Cookies? You know what? Uh, it might be. Yeah, because it's like I gotta keep Gary Go Payton is usually from Cookies, and they like it's just like a soup. I like it a lot. I think it's a great strain. Well, I'm having such a oh, I got it. Yes. Oh God, and it's covered in Keith and oil. Ooh. Awesome. Even better. Even better. That means we're about to get this thing started. So I don't know. What are you smoking on right now? I'm actually smoking on some stash salad. I like to roll up. I got this little cigarette case. This is what I take with me everywhere. Yo, look at that thing with all the pre-rolled joints on here. Yeah, so I, I, I do a stash salad with my favorite shit, and then I just roll up a bunch and always have it on me. And <clears throat> Right now, it's a mix of strawberry lemonade, garlic cookies, and Wookiee. Yo, I absolutely love anything that's got garlic in the name of that strain. Garlic I'm you is... is my favorite strain of all time and usually it's like super heavy and i love that because my tolerance is shot 100 same thing here i have literally the same exact problem i had uh an episode last year called the super bowl where i actually took like a, I, I bought a giant slide and i packed like 18 different strains <laughs> layered like flower like flower wax, flower wax. And I was just going and going. I packed the whole thing on air. I smoked that shit. And ever since I smoked that fucking thing, like, I feel like I'm Superman. Like, these lungs have no, like, no fucking chill, yo. Like, I will literally just smoke the most ridiculous strains in a ridiculous amount for no reason. Before that, I could barely even do a dab. Like, no fucking lie. I would have, like, an anxiety attack. I'm a full-on weed head. Like, I can, I will pound 500 milligrams of edibles and smoke i like literally but it this is who i am i'm like if i love something i really love it like when i smoked cigarettes i loved tobacco so much i started chewing tobacco too which see, is like see i've never got that far with cigarettes i also am a former cigarette smoker but i never took it to the point where i could put it in my mouth i tried it once and I, the taste was absolutely fucking terrible i love nicotine so much that i would dip and i would smoke cigarettes while i was dipping yeah you are a beast like that is that is beast mode savage i'm desert trash is what i am <laughs> <laughs> 
Trash. What a way to describe yourself, yo. I mean, I'm that's such a positive light, you know. I, listen, I'm from the middle of nowhere, Nevada. It's like a really rural town. And I'm a particular kind of trailer trash that's from that part of the state. Like you're either trailer trash or you're desert trash. I'm desert trash. Like I grew up shooting guns and like swimming in canals and like I have a joke where I say, like, you know you're desert trash if when your friend's microwave breaks, you're like, Can I have it? i want to blow it up (laughs) let's let's talk about that a little bit because you're on a big stage right now but you come from a small rural town in in nevada right you're literally like you said desert trash how how, what was it like growing up out there where whereabouts like in nevada was about like i grew up in fallon so i grew up 60 miles east of reno okay Fallon has like three claims to fame Stephen King wrote about us in Desperation. He wrote like two lines about us. Uh, they filmed like two scenes from Top Gun there. So like everything's named after Top Gun. Like our racetrack is Top Gun Raceway. No, that's so you guys are really milking that claim to faith. <laughs> yeah, yes. And all the gas stations are like Top Gun. Top. It's like Top Gun everything. Tell me you have a Top like, Gun diner. Even the, the military base, which is like a lot of like uh, flight crews practice their I don't know, drills, what do you call them, dances? I don't know what, what yeah. planes do. I don't know. But they, <laughs> practice, they practice them in Fallon. And so they call it like the Top Gun, um, what is that called? Where the planes take off. The, the, it's called the, the Top run, Gun yeah. Runway. Oh so my God. Like, and then the third claim to fame is we have more cases of leukemia per capita than anywhere else in the nation. And why the why would that be though that's what a random ass claim to fame though yeah they they tried to first they thought it was the jet fuel in the soil from being so close to all those planes then they thought it was because we have high levels of arsenic because a lot of people use well water out there so there was high levels of arsenic in the water that we were ingesting um and then what they find with scientists, I'm sure there's like a conspiracy theory about it somewhere on the internet, but of course, what, what scientists finally came about to like their conclusion was that it was just a scientific anomaly. <laughs> what a, what a, like a, what a vague ass cover up for what's got to be really happening, though. Let's be honest here. Like, that but is listen, so random. Poor people can't do anything, people do not understand. Like, the, the whole, I, I don't mean to sound like a crazy internet conspiracy theorist, but everything is poor versus rich. Everything is poor versus rich. Like, and everything else is just a mask for us to see. Like, poor people cannot do shit. I once performed at a comedy club in the middle of nowhere, Oklahoma. And this poor fucking cocktail waitress was just like telling me about her life. PC, her baby daddy <laughs> had a do- piece of a domino in his penis, like under the skin. Wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it's something How they do, you... do in jail. Listen, it's something they do in jail so their dick hurts buttholes more. So that they, it's like more painful. So they insert it under the skin and then it heals. And then they have like a sharp edged thing. So when they rape dudes. Dude. Ooh. Shut the fuck up! What? The more what? you know. Wait, yeah. I'm still really intrigued by this. Wait, so they, they, they. So what are they like? How do you get the domino under the skin? That's where I'm lost at. I'm thinking well, of myself. I'm sure they just take a razor and they just slice it open. 
Excuse me, yo, there is no fucking way. I don't give a fuck how hard it makes me look that I'm slicing my dick open to shove a domino in there to make sure that I am the dominant force in that spot, yo. Well, then I asked her because she has a baby with him. I'm like, so does it like feel good? And she goes, no, it's really painful. <laughs> well, yeah, you have like an awkward rectangular shaped bump. <laughs> but that's there. just her life. She can't, that's her life. She lives in a house with him and that's her life forever. She's too poor to get out of it and then the factory next door is leaking into her fucking water and she she can't do shit she's got can't do nothing about it she just works at the comedy club and smokes marble reds you know so she smokes marble red she's got polluted water and her husband's got a domino in his dick yeah what a fucking life that is <laughs> like, oh yeah he just... was back in jail so she was raising the kid on her own I'm, i have literally i'm blown away i want to meet this lady like i need to <laughs> I what an intriguing story i will never ever go back to that comedy club again but uh <laughs> yeah i feel for her i hope she's doing better <laughs> so that's an example of what life is that like out there then <laughs> yeah life on the road i've learned what i've learned is to be really grateful for what i have because like so many people have so little for instance the people who come to see me do comedy on tuesday you don't have a family what are you doing <laughs> why are you at this rock venue on a tuesday listening to me talk about my butthole for 15 minutes like <laughs> dude that's a good question because like I, i'm like i got a fresh fresh out two month old and there's no way i would picture going out on a friday let alone a fucking oh, tuesday no. and then even if i wanted you to come out i know if i want my friends with kids to come out i have to be like in a month i have a really important show here's when it is here's how long it is you know, like I have to give them tons of notice so they can get a babysitter. And you still can't expect your friends with kids to come because no. kids could get sick. It's like so many things could happen. Dude, I feel you. Like I find it's hard, honestly, at this age, like because I'm 36, I'm like about to be 37, and like to get like that the support. You know what I mean? Because like I'm still an active uh entertainer. I still go out and perform. I'm a musician. I do shows and shit. And like getting like hey, I'm performing here on this day. And it's like, you're lucky if you get one or two people to show up anymore because right. everyone's got families. Everyone is stacked up. There's no fucking way nobody's going anywhere, especially not a, a cannabis cup per se. You right. Know? <laughs> right, exactly. And I'm I'm like literally like, I don't mean this in like a mean derogatory word myself, but like I'm a nobody in the grand scheme of comedy. There's so many better, more famous comics. The people who like me really like me. Um, I don't know. I have a certain you know spice so what but, do you think makes you unique um i really my entire comedy career people told me that i wasn't gonna work because i'm too vulgar and um i've worked so <laughs> i think that's what makes me unique is that i kind of get away with a little bit that i think other comics don't and sometimes i think that because I've worked so hard on these jokes and I'm like really smart. Like on a, like I'm, I was valedictorian. Like I, I gave up, you know, full rides to, to perform. Like, so I like making dirty stuff smart. I like thinking about it from an intellectual standpoint because I'm really just a, a giant pervert toddler. Like that's what I <laughs> that is so relatable right now. Let me tell you, <laughs> I never matured past wanting to come and eat. Like those are the two things that I, what better is there? That's great. That's that's literally all you really need in life these days. I feel like, especially at the way it's looking, like we might be. That's the only thing we'll be doing. Period. <laughs> well, I 
already figured it out like the moment before I die to make myself happy I'm just gonna think about all the times I've come and just be like that's there's so many times and it'll just be like a joyous so many (laughs) like so many times how could you be disappointed in yourself when you go when you look back and you're like well you know like I actually had like a good 5,000 like under my belt easy (laughs) well and I grew up in like a really sexually repressed county in Nevada so I think that part of like my obsession with sex and sexuality and and all of that is because uh, I never got to see like porn and stuff the way normal kids do like I I'm a 33 year old millennial who still like was exposed to VHS porn like most people my age like saw it on the internet like I literally watched a VHS and like it wasn't accessible I the part of Nevada I live in still doesn't have like Google fiber internet like they don't I don't even think I have that shit. They got that shit like worldwide now. <laughs> well, it's it, it's in most major cities and you can get well, it. But they damn, not all here. My friend is like a rich engineer and he called to get Google Fiber so he could game because <laughs> they live in a ranch in the middle of nowhere in my hometown. And Google was like, no, we're not coming out there. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and like, that's no. why VHSs were used for porn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I literally my grandfather found my Playboys and threw them away. Like <laughs> So tell me about tell me about your like your most awkward moment, like for that. I mean, probably the moment my, I realized my grandfather found my Playboys and threw them away. Like, like that, that was your most awkward? Well, yeah, because it's like, not only does he know that I'm, like, sexually active, but he also knows that I'm kind of gay. Like, not, like, I wasn't out of the closet. You know? Oh, my so, God. So he really got uh, surprised then. <laughs> yeah, and he, like, basically told me, he was like, don't bring that shit in the house. Dude, see, I hear that. I feel like when we were younger, like, because I feel like maybe we were like around the same time. Like, yeah. For me, like, I'll tell you, like, I know my most awkward, like, my most awkward situation was I remember being at my next door neighbor's house. Like, we were good friends as kids, right? And I don't know what we were doing. We were stooping around his parents' room or some shit. I forget what the fuck we were even doing in there because it was so long ago. But he found, <laughs> and this is straight up, he found these magazines that were his dad's, and they were all of chicks with dicks <laughs> and can you imagine the look on his face in 19 whatever it was 92 3 went to open a magazine and be like what <laughs> what <laughs> that was also the time where there was like magazines just about like big bush you know they were called like muff and stuff dude like. yes 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 absolutely <laughs> the big muff is it dude that was it that was i think they even still have that but that was the big thing back then that was oh. it. all they wanted was the bush like if you didn't have the bush you weren't shit <laughs> And see, I was talking to my girlfriend because I'm a millennial. I grew up on Cosmo Girl and Cosmopolitan Magazine, which basically was like, if you have hair on your pussy, you're a disgusting monster who should kill herself. And you should never, ever, ever be naked with another human being. And literally would give us like 30 pages of tips on how to make sure we're completely smooth and hairless down there. So like I didn't grow up with pubes. So when I found out like people liked pubes, I it was like. It was almost as mind blowing as when I figured out when I was a teenager that guys like to fuck fat chicks. Like, bo- like both things blew my mind in the same way. That was that was just as mind blowing for you. Yes. <laughs> it was because I thought guys only wanted to fuck like I thought people only wanted to fuck like skinny blonde chicks with big tits. You know, because I grew up in the nineties. Yeah. So, no, I get all, that. Like, Pam Anderson and Jenny McCarthy and all that shit. You know. So like. The first time a guy was like, no, I like fat chicks. I was like, 
who hurt, like, who hurt you? You know, like, what's wrong? Like, or were you sitting there just thinking to yourself, <laughs> score? <laughs> because honestly, that would have been it. <laughs> so you honestly, but you use a lot of this, uh, this awkward sexual bring up almost in your, a lot of your comedy. Like that's that kind yeah, of thing, I mean, one of the things that sets you apart. That's sort of what it is, is like, I'm talking about my life. Like most of them are like real life stories. A lot of the jokes I tell about my husband, I barely tweak. Like he's just an idiot and so funny that like he says stuff without even like, like the other day I told him I was thinking about growing pubes and that I wanted to, sh I, we're, we're apart right now. And I was like, I want to shave it into a landing strip for you. And so I grow out my pubes, I shave it, but I fuck up because I don't think about the logistics of how to shave a landing strip on myself. Is there logistics though? Like well, what, what, what kind I, of preparation I, goes I, into that? I took too much off. I ended up giving myself a Hitler, you know? <laughs> I, no, you didn't, yo. Much, I took too much off the top. <laughs> And I realized I should have come in from the sides. You know, there was a lot of things to think about. And I told my husband this, and my husband goes, well, why don't you just call one of your girlfriends to come over and help you? I was like, babe, what weird porn from the 70s? Have you been watching where when women hang out, we shave each other? <laughs> like... That was the first thing that came to his head. Let's get you some help. <laughs> That's so incredibly awkward, though. So, yeah, it's, it's just and I'm really socially awkward because I have obsessive compulsive disorder so I have a lot of like ADHD spectrum behaviors that that and my whole life have sort of made me an outcast or made me do or say the wrong thing so you know comedy sort of how I deal with that and and luckily you know it puts me into a lot of situations where I have funny shit to say because uh yeah because I I just get myself into shit a lot you know I don't mean to I mean you must get into a lot of shit on the road though Oh, I get into so much shit on the road with people because now I'm in a phase of my, I've been doing comedy for 10 years. So now I don't really take shit, which is like a thing. <laughs> like people used to come up, like, here's my biggest pet peeve and any fat chick watching, you'll completely fucking understand this. There is a, there's a huge difference between, I think you're beautiful. And I just want you to know that I think you're beautiful. Huge difference. And hot chicks have a tendency of using the latter. Of the, I just want the patronizing one. So I'm doing this show. This girl comes up to me. She's like, I just want you to know that no matter what anyone says, I think you're beautiful. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And she was like, well, I just want you to know that like, no, like, I don't think those things that you said up there are true. And I said, well, I live in this body. You live in that body. So why don't you stick to your experiences and stop telling me about mine? And she kept trying to come at it. And I was just like, no, dude, no, no. And finally her friends walked her away and everyone was like, damn. And I was like, well, listen, I don't want somebody to be a fan of me because they think they're better than me. Because what she told me in that moment is like, what I hear is that you think you're ugly, that you think you're less than when I never say that. I just say I'm fat a lot. But so like, she yeah, that's. I think that's an incredibly rude thing to say to people, dude. Like, if for, I, and that's, I'm honestly, not, there's nothing skinny about this guy right here. And I, I, you know what really, really drives me fucking nuts? I'm gonna tell you right now is when a fucking person is like, what's up, big guy? Yo, that drives me fucking insane because deep down inside, you know what they're fucking saying. 
Like, like, all right, though. Like, I know, bro. Like, I know, but what the fuck? <laughs> I've been, I've been working out this. I want to do this long joke about all the worst dates I've been on, and I haven't made it funny yet. People get too um sad when I do it. But this one date I went on, this it wasn't even a date. I was just hanging out with this other comic. Um, he told me he goes, "Wow, you'd be the hottest chick I've ever seen if you lost like a hundred pounds." Yo, that's not even. A hundred. Do you know what weighs a hundred pounds? A small <laughs> airplane engine. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. I looked it up. A propane tank. A There's... German fucking shepherd. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that. That would take a lot of effort. That's all I'm gonna say. Well, I didn't have the balls to say that to my face. I was like. People are fucking rude, yo. They don't even realize, like, when the people, when people talk, like, they don't even realize, like, how offensive they sound, yo. And I'm not one of those people that are, like, everything offends me. In fact, I'm definitely quite the opposite when it comes to my shit. You know what I mean? Like, But I I don't like being patronized. And I don't like people. um, I'm really fucking triggered by fat phobia. Hello, I'm a millennial. I'm triggered by my trauma. We all are. Get used to it. I I won't even lie. I'm 100% with you right there. And it's it's everybody. I mean, coming up, especially in the time we came up with, because now now it feels like it's like bo- everything's body positive. But like, right, we- it's much more accepting. And I'm really into this like radical self acceptance shit. I kind of talk about it on stage sometimes, where I'm like, I'm not into this where we shy away from saying that I'm fat. Like, I'm I'm not into that world where it's because I am, and I say to myself, but it's real. This is how I think. Uh, children think I'm fat. If children think you're fat, you're fucking fat, bro. <laughs> Just the end of the story. If yeah. It says you're ugly. Put a mask on, Uggo. You're hurting our face. Like, it's just the truth. Children have no ability to sugarcoat. Nope. Nope. Children and drunk people, same thing. Yes. They're only interested in communicating what they say, you know? So, like, I also am not one of those people that's like, don't call me fat. I'm just like, don't say shit. Like, you could lose a hundred pounds. That just reminded me I have a beer. Thank you for doing that. You're welcome. I'm quite the lady. Um, that's I appreciate that. That's a trash mating call, what I just did. There. <laughs> you must have them running at that point, though. Because <laughs> that was an impressive one. I mean, they must come flocking at you. Honestly, I was quite impressive because I could um, I could shotgun a... You know how you shotgun a beer? Yes. I used to be able to pop the can with my thumb, so I didn't need a... Um, anything to open the can so I could just grab a can of beer, crush it. It would burst open and then I would shotgun it. That's, that is super amazing. Like I, it's a skill. I almost want to grow thumbnails just so I can do this now (laughs) because my entire life would be entirely more amazing and interesting. If I would be able to walk around like, yo, check this out. Yo, Yo. literally so many dudes I dated were like, Johnson, Johnson, come show these, show them, show them what you can, show them things. You, I was like you must have been the hit you know? at the parties oh, on absolute so hit. I had so many party tricks because I have like, I can do like crazy things with my tongue. So I would do that. I would uh, do like crazy beer bongs. I would, I loved partying. I was a hardcore party chick. I, I almost want to see the party tricks now. Well, I can tell you the tongue one is pretty normal. It's not that, you know, like people can do this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can do this. Yo, what's what? 
I've never honestly seen that in my life before. Yeah, me neither. And, and I can kind of do the three-leaf clover thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Holy shit. Yo, you got skills. You got skills, homie. God damn. You're not just a comedian. You're a, a tongue magician or something. What, I what can I do, think of? A- I also do tarot. And uh, I, I like I run websites. Like, I'm just, I'm, a, I'm out here. I got do you consider yourself like a witch? Are you one of those people? Do I consider myself a witch? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just because you do the tarot. No. I've kind of assumed, yeah. Yeah, I do. Make, <laughs> I make moon water. There is sage all over my house. Um, I'm 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 Native American, so it sort of falls in line with things that I kind of grew up hearing in my house with my grandma. So it like always sort of resonated with me, like things of the earth and natural spirituality and shit like that. Like I I wear crystals all the time, and like you know my my plugs are crystals. That that's see that's pretty awesome though. So that dates back to that far. That's that's sick. It's like and and Native American. Like I didn't even know that. Yeah. So like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like a hippie, man. My husband even makes fun of me for. Uh oh, we got a call. We got a call. If you don't mind, I'll take it real quick. Uh, yes, let's talk to them. <laughs> to be blunt, you are live with Jocelyn Sharp. What's your name? Where are you calling from? It's Hazel from Northern California. Hazel, if you got your speaker on, can you turn it off, please? I did. I just turned it off. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. You were live with Jocelyn. It was so late for me. Hi, Hazel. Oh, oh, you know. Hello. I'm just battling smoke. It's gone so bad in like the last few hours. I'm so sorry. Um. Okay. We'll we'll figure it out. We got we finally declared a state of emergency, so we're getting a lot more air support and and whatnot now. Um, but I was wondering cuz like I know like cuz I was thinking of getting into comedy and I know like there's always a starting point and I know that it's not like oh, all of a sudden I was just funny one day and they started paying me so like how did you um accommodate your income and then is it still like something that you have to kind of be working as well yeah I have a day job um and I always sort of have hot for day job to day job when my husband has nicer jobs and he makes a little bit more money sometimes I'll take time off so um really you just have to like sacrifice like having any sort of like grown-up career I get a lot of support from family and friends who believe in me. Like, thankfully, my grandparents believe in me a lot. So they they um, they will give me large amounts of money and just tell me things like go for your dreams and stuff. So I'm very privileged. That's awesome. Yeah, they're really amazing people. So um, I'm also the only granddaughter. So there's that, you know, like I can really do no wrong, even though I'm the yeah. worst. I'm the worst grandchild. My, one of my cousins is like very smart and like was a junior Olympian and my other cousin is a nuclear engineer and I'm a stand-up comedian. <laughs> I'm the fucking worst grandchild and I'm somehow the favorite. I don't know how that happened. Apparently not that I, bad. I think the starting point is always remembering that like really it only takes like an hour or two of dedication a day. You can write, you can even go to like open mics and sit and write. That's what I did when I first started. I sat at a table. I would wait, like say the signups at six, I would go to the open mic at five. I would spend that hour trying to write as much as I could so that when I got to the open mic, I could try all that mm-hmm. stuff. Anything that got a chuckle, I would retry over and over again. It, it's really just about getting the nuts to like get on stage and do it over and over again and getting comfortable and not being mm-hmm. good at it because you're not going to be good at it for a long, 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 long time. So work a day job, find jobs okay. that, 
that allow you to have your nights free, maybe find jobs that are on call or try an Uber, things like that. Like if, if you're really serious about it, like there's ways to make it work, uh, especially if you really want to do it. The mm -hmm. first five years I did stand up, I had a very serious corporate job and, and I just used my PTO for work for road gigs and did as much stand up on nights that I had free mm -hmm. when I could. Okay. And then, okay. That's really good advice. I Cause I was always wondering how that was facilitated. Cause it's obviously not like something that happens quickly. It's definitely something that needs to be worked on. Yeah. But and you have also to, you have I to, was wondering, you have to sacrifice, you know, you're, sorry. you're not going to, your friends are, if your friends yeah. are going out to nice dinners, you're, you're not going to be able to afford it. You know, like that's just kind of the long and the short. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but also I was wondering like, as far as like your relationship, because I have a husband as well, I know that a lot of material comes from personal experiences. Like in the beginning of like getting started on this was using like your personal experiences with your relationship hard for you guys to like at first for him to get used to it. Or was it something that you just kind of always agreed on? Well, I had been doing stand up for a year and I was quite serious about it from jump. It's something I had wanted okay. to do for a long time. So on the third date, I told the, mm -hmm. uh, with my husband, now a husband, I told a joke about him after the show. He said to okay. me, you know, I really don't want to be in your set. And my response to him was, if you're in my life, you're in my set. So, and, and really okay. the choice for me, because this is my dream, is it's comedy or comedy and you. And anyone who loves me or cares about me isn't okay. going to stand in the way of my dream. So, um, you know, that's just sort of how I think about it is like, if you're uncomfortable with me talking about you on stage, then you probably shouldn't be with me because the, the best comedy is authentic. <laughs> yeah. So if you do some funny yeah. shit and I have to tell people you have a little dick or whatever it is that, <laughs> you know, like, you just gotta live with it. You just gotta live with it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those situations where you yeah, gotta have to like learn to laugh it. at yourself. Like if, she, yeah, like, if you're gonna like, be part of your yeah. life, that's how you gotta be, that you have to be able to laugh at yourself. I'm, I, like, it's hard here. Well, I'm, I'm literally not walking around acting like I'm. I posted a a, a choochy sweat mark on my Instagram last week because it made me laugh <laughs> that I sweat so much at the Brazilian okay. house that you could see the outline of my vagina. So it's not like I'm not like putting myself <laughs> in the spotlight too. It's just like, but if my exactly, is, yeah. And I just he knows now it what what I'll do to make like kind of prep him. It'll happen, and I go, you know, that's going in the act, and he goes, I know, you know, so. It's just sort of, it becomes, oh, good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Okay. I'm, I, I, it's really cool. It, that could be completely. Okay. Sorry. Those are just my questions. <laughs> this could be fucked. This could be fucked. In, like relationship counselors could be watching this being like, this woman is a fucking narcissist. <laughs> I have no idea. This is how I live my life. <laughs> Oh, I've been there and I I feel that so much yeah. right now. You don't have any clue how much that resonates. Good luck. <laughs> you know, good luck. Yeah. Here's one thing I can vouch for. Hazel is actually super funny and she's actually, we do a game <laughs> show on this show called You Laugh, You Lose. And what it was is we pinned it. We pitted two people against each other in a one minute rounds and they would have to go back and forth telling a joke to try to make each other laugh and whoever cracked. Hazel, what part of North California do you live in? I live in Trinity County, so I live right up by Humboldt. I'm in uh, Weaverville. That's not that that play, that's not yeah. the parts of the Candyland board, girl. You gotta give me like some more clues. <laughs> the Candyland. 
So, like, you go to Sacramento and you just keep going for a good, like, two or three hours before you get to, like, Oregon. It's one of the last few stops there. What about, like, are you close to Redding? Yes. Okay, I perform in Redding a couple times a year. I'm, like, 45 miles away. I perform in Redding a couple times a year. Find me on Instagram. When you see I'm performing in Redding, um come through, I will let you get on stage. Oh, <laughs> okay. shit, Hazel. Listen, Hazel is literally the you laugh, you lose champion. You defeated. You won four weeks straight of this game show, making, making, making other contestants crack. So Hazel, I you, feel you like... you really want to do this shit, write down some shit you think is funny. Do your best to make it funny. Okay. You know, don't be afraid to to, to lie. To make it, Nobody's going to be like, oh, she... She didn't tell it was blue shirt. It should have been red. You know, like, make it the funniest shit possible. Embellish. You know, my husband's like, I'm not that dumb in real life. I'm like, yeah, but you're dumb in my set. So that's, you got to look at that. (laughs) That's what, yeah. So, like, (laughs) write some shit. If you want to reach out to me beforehand, and if you even want to run jokes by me, I'll FaceTime with you. I I would love to help you get started because once you do one set, you're going to figure it out. You'll be driving to sack to do sets every weekend. You will, you will want to do it. I also feel like you'll get hooked on it. Oh, I'm excited. That's how I, I think so it. too. Cause like that would be awesome. Hazel, you are funny as shit. And you'll you really get to are. see me do 50 <laughs> minutes of, of manic screaming. Cause that's what I do at that venue. Is well, I, I work out all my new jokes there. And then there's an old man who comes to see me every time who I flirt with. So, you know, that's fun. That's great. Oh, yes. It's probably the best best, best two because days of even, this year. Even my grandma, like, not just PZ, but, like, even my grandma's like, you should definitely look into stand-up comedy. <laughs> and I just had, okay, I just had a psycho evaluation, like, earlier this week because I had a full-on severe panic attack. <laughs> and, and, like, I had to get picked up like a sack of potatoes off the ground in the middle of my work in a grocery store while on shift by a paramedic my husband and two firefighters they all picked me up put me on the gurney and carted me off and they had the sirens going when we were leaving and everything it was so dramatic it was this so extra like a um, and then, so if i'm being honest i know <laughs> i've been ambulanced out of work it was so I'm, bad I'm I've been ambulanced out of work because I'm fucking dramatic. Listen, I don't know. That's a bad panic attack. And my husband, my husband thought I was getting arrested because my coworker called and said, um, Shay's, uh, Shay can't breathe. And we called the cops and they're sending an ambulance. <laughs> and he thought that I snapped on a coworker and that the ambulance wasn't for me. And then he got there Stop. and I. Oh, it was just horrible. Yeah, no, he thought I literally because I was venting about a coworker like literally the day before, um, and then and then my psychologist was like asking me all this stuff, and she goes, "Well, do you feel or believe that a person or other people can hear and or read your thoughts?" And I just immediately said, "My children." And she, like, tried so hard to go on to the next question and, like, remain professional. And she just, she could not do it at all. (laughs) She just, like, stopped. And she was like, that does not count. (laughs) (laughs) Right, because every time you try to take a break, it's when they know to bother you. Yeah. 
Dude, like, no. I'm like, I'll think in my brain. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go outside and, like, light this day. And I close the door and all of a sudden, nah! That's why if you're, like, walking around wondering if you're <laughs> ugly or fat or if your fashion sense sucks, just hang out with the kid for, like, an hour. They'll sense it and they'll be like, just so you know, you're fat. And you'll be like, cool. <laughs> yeah, thank, you know, it doesn't even take an hour anymore it doesn't even take an hour when they are your children you walk out of the door I walked out and my son goes hey mom and I was like what's up and he, was, he, he is nine and he goes what you wearing and I was just like apparently something else and I just started taking my clothes damn like, Hazel Damn. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, I really hope that we find you in Reddit, yo. I I want I want to see you out yes, there. Yes, that would be so oh. sick. We need clips for the podcast. Yes, so. I will definitely have to work on it. Yeah. Find me on yes. Instagram if you found if you follow PZ on uh, TikTok. My Instagrams and my TikTok bio. Otherwise, it's just my name. So Jocelyn Sharp. Okay. I got you. Yay! I'm so excited. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks, <Can't> Hazel. <laughs> Bye. That was awesome. Yo, oh, she yeah, really man. is funny. She 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 crushed four competitors four weeks straight. She made I people have to crack. Have somebody pushed me over the ledge. Honestly, there was this woman, uh, Angie Crumb. She lives halfway between LA and here. She's a comic. Um, she just told me one day, one morning, she was like, "You're gonna do you want to do stand up tonight?" And I was like, "I guess it's now or never," you know. <laughs> and I just had to try. I've listened I, and now look at you though. I mean, you're literally performing all over the place. I, I seen your schedule. I'm like, oh my God, she's you're killing it almost every weekend. You're booked somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I am very fortunate. I did because I haven't been on TV, so it's kind of crazy that people want to pay me to do comedy, but people keep asking for me to come back, so that's nice. So if you ever want to support a local comedian that you see, just make sure you hit up the manager and say, Hey, I love that comment because then they'll rebook us. Um, but yeah, I'll be like, uh, in. <clears throat> next weekend or actually when is this we're live right now I, we are I, live when does this come out <laughs> <We're live. laughs> it's out <laughs> the joints are working the weed is yeah working, you guys thank so god I wanna let you know it's the thc still <laughs> is being received um <laughs> but this saturday i'll be in palmdale at transplants brewery um there's a link to tickets on my website and then next weekend I'll be in Denver and then I'll be in Kansas city on Saturday. Um, Sunday I'll be in Lincoln, Nebraska, and then I'll be back in Vegas for a while. That's awesome. When we got to get you on the East coast, yo. I got to come out to the East coast. I have a, I, the furthest East I've been is West Virginia. And that was super fucking awesome. Actually. I had the best time. We got to get you maybe a, a few hours North. You know, we gotta hit get you to hit New York and Connecticut around here, yo. Yeah, yeah, I gotta... yeah. I definitely want to come out there. I definitely want to hit up New York. That's definitely gotta happen sometime soon. But I'm got probably gonna to. have to come out of pocket for that trip, so I gotta wait for a minute. And then once I have a little bit more cash flow, then I'm gonna head up that way. So you got someone already requesting you in Rochester, New York. Look at that. See that? The requests are coming in. Tell your local promoters to book Jocelyn Sharp. Seriously, if you hit them up and you send them my my website, sometimes that works. Sometimes that gets them to book me. So that's awesome. Yeah, listen, I I've had such an awesome time talking with you. This has been so fucking me cool. Me too. Dude. 
I I really appreciate it. I really hope we could do this again. I'd love yes, to have please. you back on. Yeah. 100%. We'll work around your schedule. We'll get you on here. We got to get an update with Hazel, everything. So why don't you let, let, let my audience know where they can find you, your socials. We already said we showed where you're going to be promoting Yo, or performing. I back, have, so. I'm so fucking excited. I have a new podcast about to drop. My other a new podcast are always going to be there, but I have two new podcasts that are just for me. Uh, it's called Out of School. It's comedians talking about horrible experiences in the public school system. And oh, 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 call. I don't mean to cut you off, but it's it. uh, to be blunt, what's your name? Where you calling from? Yo, what up, Peasy? It's Cudbud. What's up, Cudbud? Uh, I'm on the I'm on the road right now, listening to the show, and I'm about to be driving through the Mojave Desert. And I love this girl that you have on the show right now. And I just had to call. And uh, so, listen, I'm moving to Vegas like this month. And I know you're traveling and everything, but uh, I just wanted to call and take my shot and be like, hey, uh, can we be friends? Like, you <laughs> seem awesome. I'm in the cannabis world. You love cannabis. I'm going to be working in the cannabis world out in Vegas. I love a good comedy show. And I don't know any. I only know one awesome girl in Vegas, and that's what's guiding me towards this direction. And I would love to know more, and I just really want to link up with you. So I'm taking my shot. What's up? Me up on IG. We will be friends. I'm already into this energy. Yes! <laughs> Why oh, you're from I, this love I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, I'm crashing into the Mojave right now, and this girl's not lying about, like, the desert life. You drive through just going down through the Mojave Desert, like they have Death Valley, they have like they have Ghost Town, and it literally you look around these places and you're like, how do people survive out here? Where are the people? It's it's crazy, and I can't wait to get out there and, and experience it. So I'm really excited. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to call and say that, and and uh, great show, and you have a great guest there, and I just wanted to call and say that part. Uh, Hell yeah, awesome show guys. Thank hey. you. Appreciate that, Cub Bud. I can't wait to meet you. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, right on. All right. Thanks, guys. I'm going to go back to driving and I'm going to listen to the show, but enjoy the rest of it. <laughs> Thank you. Much love. Bye. <laughs> that is awesome. Awesome. You're making friends all over the place. So, yeah, that, my podcast, Out of School. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you go to patreon.com backslash out of school, actually, there's going to be a whole secondary podcast called, that's the juicy one, it's called Red Flag Roundup. Comedians spill the beans. I have married and couple, comedian couples on there to talk about each other's red flags. And then uh, other people come on and talk about red flags they missed in relationships. Like one of my red flags I missed is my ex-boyfriend had a loose boa constrictor in his house. <laughs> oh, that that is definitely a red flag. Pretty big red flag. <laughs> Pretty so, big. That's kind of like blatantly glaring you in the face. Yeah. Patreon.com backslash out of school. I'd so appreciate you guys giving it a chance. I promise you're going to love it. I've been laughing my ass off making this podcast with my friends. So it's going to come out at the end of August towards September. So if you could please give it a follow. And everything else is on my website, jocelynsharp.com. J-O-Z-A-L-Y-N. Sharp like a sharp knife. Like a very sharp knife. You're, you're killing it, yo. Cutting through the competition. That's what I like that. Yo, you've been fucking awesome sport. So Thank much you. fun. Like I said, again, you guys, make sure you follow Jocelyn Sharp on Instagram. Make sure you follow her on TikTok at Wizard of Jaws. And listen up, homie. Listen, yo. 
we're, we're, we're homies now for, for life. Yeah. You know? So I'm definitely going to be talking. I'm going to get you back in here. And, uh, dude, good luck and everything. I wish you the best. Hell yeah. You too, man. Thanks, homie. Appreciate you being on here. Thanks Peace for Peace out. To be blunt podcast. I gotta get back to daddy mode. Shout out Jocelyn Charmio. What a fucking awesome guest, yo. Such an awesome conversation. So much fun. Appreciate you guys tuning in and checking out and hanging out with us. It's going down, yo. Next week, more guests to be announced. Get ready. It's going down. And don't forget... The video for the uh, opportunity to enter for the brand new contest next week. That is newest game show, five second rule. It's going down. Look out for that on our TikTok. You're not going to want to miss this. Huge prizes to be announced. Yeah, we didn't get to the T cut, but guess what? I'll go live again. Don't worry about it. I'd rather talk to our guests than talk about T. A lot of these motherfuckers don't deserve my name or their name in my mouth anyway, so it ain't worth it. <laughs> you trying to take me down, bitch? Guess what? Fuck a hater. Make sure you follow us. Follow me, 2B Blood Podcast, TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, all that shit. Facebook, YouTube, at 2B Blood Podcast with the number two. Appreciate every single one of you to hung out with me tonight, yo. I'll see you guys next week. Same weed time, same weed channel.